Today's anecdotal experience is sponsored by FRVR's game app Hex for the iPhone and Android. Hex is a great game to play in a waiting room or while you're waiting for a friend for brunch. Be careful playing it when you're on the toilet at work. I once sat on the toilet for three hours of a work day and totally got myself fired. Um, thank you for listening to the Anecdotal Experience Podcast. If you if you listen to this on the reg, why don't you subscribe? Save yourself some time. I don't care if you subscribe or not, but I'm just I'm looking out for you and I think going and clicking download every week would be annoying. That's me. Uh, but if you only listen to like a buddy that's been on the podcast and you're like, you know, I just I just listen to it when I know a person that's on it, then don't subscribe. That's cool. I just want you to be happy. Wow, Gabe Kia is our guest today. Uh, again, he's come back to talk about doing comedy after the election. What's it mean? People are more aggressive about their opinions. You're intrigued, huh? Which direction are they politically leaning? I don't know. I haven't listened to the podcast. Let's do this with Gabe Tell me if we're recording. I don't care. Yeah. Sometimes the best stuff's captured when you're uh, not recording, right? Yeah, dude. Get some serious. But aren't you uh, always recording? You know, being a narc and all. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 We're Who always, told you I was a narc? Who told you I was a narc? Damn. You man. wear it like a badge of honor. Everybody knows. No, everybody's a narc in comedy. Okay. Anybody can be a narc. I, I bet there's I people like doing the- comedy that are narcs. Like there, there's people that get paid to do that stuff to go infiltrate places. Like and find out where the drugs come from. Yeah. yeah. No, uh, I knew of a restaurant that had that. They had a guy come in who was like a pretty chill dude. Everyone liked him. Yeah. And then and he turns out this, to be a narc. Yeah. Nobody suspected it. They actually suspected a different dude was a narc. That was like super straight laced and like didn't use a Christian and stuff. He was like a real judgy Christian dude. And then the person that he was like a guy that, you know, allegedly was like buying drugs and stuff. And he was totally a narc. So oh, there man. was a narc amongst the Ruby Tuesdays, but it wasn't the person they suspected. It was like a chill dude, man. Oh, so it wasn't the straight laced Christian guy? No, dude. He was just the guy that worked at the Ruby but Tuesdays. But they were all like, we knew it was Dave. Yeah. And Dave goes down as the narc in nope. history. But no, it wasn't. It was a different guy. Well, yeah, dude. The people that got exposed, they knew. They figured out who it was, dude. And it was just like the dude that was buying the drugs, man. I remember, I, I think last time I touched on getting arrested and me getting arrested but i didn't like talk about it in depth and i i was like that would be one of the things i don't know i was thinking of i just want to talk about what we talked about like about dealing with dealing with doing stand-up comedy after the election and the difference yeah talk about how even if you don't even talk about it it's still it still infiltrates like your space. I mean, I don't know. I, I get attracted to stuff like that though. What? Like a political talk. And like, if someone's talking shit, like someone in St. Louis was talking shit after the show about the headliner, about how he was saying bad things about Trump. And the guy literally had like two jokes that he broke into yeah. 30 minutes into the set. And he, there were good jokes too. One right. was about Jeff Sessions and, uh, who that? He is the uh, proposed attorney general 
who is okay. like the head cop in the in the country and he is the one in charge of the justice uh, department justice and uh this guy sessions my first like he he got he got denied a judgeship uh in alabama and the guy um kevin bozeman's joke was uh-huh. he's like in alabama he got oh no he got denied a judgeship for saying racist stuff and that was what he said. He was like saying racist stuff in Alabama. You know how racist you have to be yeah. to, to, to say racist stuff in Alabama. And this is in St. Louis. He's saying this. He's saying this to the crowd. It's very funny. It's a good joke. He probably yeah. did it in Cincinnati when he was there over mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. And uh, and this, I guess, this girl after the show, this lady, yeah. she was just Wait, getting, how late? How old? I'm how curious. Old? She was, uh, I would say, mid-30s. Okay. Somewhat. Probably a mom. Um, probably a mom. All she right. had a husband, right. and she was talking shit about um, the headliner talking shit about Trump, and he's got to deal with it. He's going to be his president, and he better like this idea that these that this, and that's why I got involved. This idea that like just because he's the president, we have to like respect him and be like, I didn't fucking respect Obama that much. You right. know, I was like, I held Obama to the fire and a lot of stuff, you know, I always hold the president responsible, but I think Obama did a good job at least in being the figurehead for the United States of America. Yeah. He was a cool dude that I'd like to say, yeah, that guy represents me. Yeah. 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 No, I get that. But yeah, I think people are hyper vigilant and they're always like listening for someone that's, um, cause I think, what about this? Do you think a lot of times when people are told your candidate, probably the person that lady voted for, um, isn't now like if you talk about that person, you're saying you're dumb because you made the wrong decision and you elected the wrong person. You're a stupid. You know what I mean? You're oh, making yeah. her or feel you're like racist. Shit. You are racist. So he's talking about how this dude is racist, and yeah. she's taking this as like I'm sick and tired of everybody calling me racist right. just because I voted for Trump. And it's like that's not what he was saying at all. Yeah, but you're this perceived idea that people are calling you racist makes those people like those people those people that are really defensive about racism get really defensive and outwardly vocal about it and not want that's why that's why i think we need to separate racism from white supremacy there's a big difference between white supremacy and overt racism just like there's a difference between like bigotry and Big, like bigotry can just be like a like a general sense of everything. Racism's like specific. You do something right. that is like one hate. is someone being self aware of their racism, and one is being like subconsciously racist or unaware of the fact that they may be racially insensitive at times, or they may um, have certain you know subconscious things that happen in their brain that are racist, and they cast. And I think that's that's bigotry. That can just be like people making fun of an Indian guy at a 7-Eleven or something, which is like, that's like a standard joke. It's done on right. mainstream TV, The Simpsons. What do you think pop- of that joke? That joke of that guy? Or- like, try my Slurpee. Try my Slurpee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, uh, it's... I think it's I think there's bigotry of, of, attached to it. I don't think it's racist by any means. It's a it's a stereotype that's often true, yeah. but it's not. Uh, but but the the only the only bigotry that I'm talking about is like when you make 
jokes about it when you just point it out like say the simpsons does they don't right. do it in like a very racist fashion or yeah. they're just saying this is a this, this is, is a this character guy. this yeah. is a character that You've you seen see this guy. yeah you yeah, yeah, know yeah, this yeah. guy yeah exactly and it's but and i'm not even i'm just using that in my subconscious of like one of the examples but i think of an example of like someone in my close family that like they're talking about shopping on christmas and the the store clerk was indian and then they do his voice and yeah. then they're like turning it into uh, like white elephant. I know a different elephant. It's got many hands or something. And they're just making a joke about that. And yeah. it's like, that's not racism. That's just making a joke about something, but it's racially insensitive. It's, it's culturally insensitive because right. you're making the, the joke is that on Christmas, he doesn't know what the fuck we're doing because we do normal shit. Like take right. the day off. That yeah, guy's working. He's a weirdo. He's a weirdo. He's at work- how weird he is. Yeah, yeah no. exactly. But he's just working just because that's a day that he might not, you know, he knows that, okay, not a lot of other people are uh, are open, so I'll be open. I'll make that extra money. Yeah. I don't celebrate Christmas that religiously anyway. Right. It's just a generic uh, nationalist holiday for me here in the United States of America. Yeah, and I That's can what cash I, in because nobody's open. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. No, yeah, I know. I Yeah, I don't know exactly where to draw the line. Like, because I think it's like, it's stereotypes are fun, dude. I mean, we get made fun of all the time for being like piece of shit white people, and it's funny. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it, and I think there are—I mean, there are like black people that like being made fun of for the things that black people are known to do. Yeah. There are stereotypes that are funny, and I think—I don't know. This is my—I don't know how you feel about this, but I feel like you can play into those and you can have fun with them. Just be aware of the people that are around you and how it's coming across, and then don't try to hurt people. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, I've tried. Have you ever done any, like, do you have any, like, racist material? Not race, but do you you know what we're talking about? Racially insensitive material that you Racially insensitive material? Yeah. uh, I have stuff that touches on race that could be be conceived from, like, which I've done with, like, black audiences, and I felt like that they didn't like what I, that I was talking about race the way I was. Okay. But I do... But I do it in mixed audiences all the time, and it and it always, uh, I shouldn't say it always. It always it always works. No, yeah. it usually does. Come, and none of it is uh, racially insensitive or anything. But it is touching on. It's mostly from a white perspective and how you know white people are racist in yeah. certain ways because that's what I know and that's what I you know that's. Oh, what so I, you're coming from that angle of aren't we all aren't pieces of shit? We all racist. Aren't us white people the worst? Well, I do the I do this joke. Um, are we started yet? Oh yeah, dude. Oh good, it's happening. Um, I was gonna say I do this joke in different cities where I say this. Like I'm in Cincinnati, I'd say Cincinnati mm-hmm. would. I just read this article recently, so I'm lying to, yeah, to yeah, draw yeah. them in to think. Oh, uh-huh. he's got some info for me, and then I say uh, yeah. Cincinnati was voted the most racist city in the United States of America, and then I'll say that if I'm in St. Louis, I'll say I read this article. St. Louis was voted the most racist. I just say whatever city I'm in, it can be Evansville, Indiana, like a small town, and they'll be like they'll believe me or they'll draw into this thinking process of right. like, that's not right. That's true. And I actually, I say, I actually just made that up right now, but if you believe me, you're probably part of the problem. So yeah. it's not a city that's racist. It's individuals inside that city. So that's kind of like the mind trick that I do there. And then, um, 
And then I tell them that I do that in different cities and different people react differently. So sometimes I say that, I'll say, uh, you know, Cincinnati was voted the most racist city in the United States. Several times I've said that in Cincinnati and I'll get a woo from the R. Yeah. Yeah. We like, the other night you th- did dude, yeah. when I was there. Yeah. yeah. And it's always, this is something I've always realized. It'll be in different cities. It's mm-hmm. not always in Cincinnati. It's not always in, um, Chicago or it's not always in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. wherever I've done the joke. Yeah. But it does happen in dirt, certain cities and it's always, it's always a guy. Yeah. There's never a girl that's like, where, you know, like it's funny. Like the guys are, it's not that they're, the, the guys are only racist. Right. It's the guys are only overtly either stupid enough or brash enough to just be like, yeah, that's right here. So I did. What do you think that is though? What do you think that is? Because I, I think, because I talked to you that night that it did happen in Cincinnati. Some dude's like, yeah, like we're yeah. racist. Which at that point I pause and I say, not something to be proud of, sir. And the and the crowd usually laughs. Right. That crowd reacts. Hopefully, like, they'll turn on the roof of the proud racist. The yeah. proud racist. Yeah. That's representing their whole city. I'm right. like judging the whole city. Yeah. And I so I did that in Duluth, Minnesota. This was yeah. since the election. This is one of those times since the election that I was truly just like taken aback by a guy that cheered, stood up, yeah. raised his fist in the air. As in, like, I don't, it wasn't like a sig, it wasn't a hail, yeah. but it was definitely like a fist of, I'm white yeah, dude with a white the shaved thing, head. Dude. It was a white yeah. power thing. Yeah. And it was a table of four that even before, I kind of went after him with that joke because uh, I they knew. They looked the part or they what? Looked, they were talking before the show. They accused three people of voting for Bernie Sanders at a table next to him. The, the people were like, we don't want to talk to you, man. Right. Like, and I was like, oh, this is this is always a good thing to see before a show. Heckling other audience members. Yeah, getting before, involved in getting a stranger's involved lives. Before yeah. the show even starts and sitting right up front. So they want to sit up front. Yeah. And uh, that was the guy. I egged him on into it maybe, but he he raised his fist, got up, and was like, yeah, like talking about Duluth being the most. And I was, I was like, no, sir, that I just made that up he right now. He stood up? He stood up like with, with pride and like, yeah, we won, something like that. And then, I, and then the whole crowd like laughed at him. And then I went back and forth with this table for probably like 10, 15 minutes about different things, bringing back up the fact that he stood up with a – with like a white power yeah, fist yeah, yeah. and stuff. And the audience is laughing. They're all on board. It. They've completely want and you to know we are not. We do not yeah, yeah, yeah. want this guy to represent Duluth, right. which is basically what I said after that joke. I was like, sir, I'm not going to let you represent Duluth. And then I say, I was in Louisville, Kentucky, yeah. and I did this joke. And in Louisville, Kentucky, literally, I've had people say, nope, you're wrong right away. Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, wow, Louisville, that is... you. You got it. You passed the test. Someone is, did. Someone say that in Louisville. Yeah, yeah. They, they were said, like, "No, nope, that's like, wrong. Don't call us racist. Don't go down this road. Yeah, or, yeah. Don't exactly. Paint us this way. Exactly. I bet they get painted that way a lot too. That might well, be a. Do you know what I'm saying? No, they. I've had people say in Louisville, and like, no, that's Cincinnati shit. Like they'll be like, people in Cincinnati are racist. We're cool here. I don't know that, but it's also just these are stand-up comedy shows. This isn't like scientific. Uh, no, dude. Study, it's, but it yeah. is. It's observation and right. It's your anecdotal experience, dude. It sounds really stupid. Yeah. I know, but like that's the point. The point is, you've lived a life. You've encountered people in different cities, and you're allowed to speak yeah. to the people that you've seen and their opinions and stuff. And I say in the joke, I say I I did that. Uh, I did that in 
Valparaiso, Indiana, which I didn't do it in Valparaiso, Indiana. It was Maryville, which is like right near. Yeah, Valparaiso. dude, I'm from Warsaw, man. Yeah, so so I just like saying Valparaiso better because it's a reference to a school that everybody kind of know, and it's Indiana. Everybody yeah. considers Indiana. They're in the tournament kind of, too. Yeah. yeah, and I do a joke about them. This isn't the Final Four. It's not March Madness. Yeah, don't get excited. Like right. this isn't slow down. Yeah, T- turn your back. No. Pull your bracket back, son. Yeah. Yeah, this is not something you did to cheer You did for. a show in Maryville? Mm-hmm. How's the crowd there? It's weird mix of people from Chicago, people from Gary. Like, yeah. it was, and you, like. Dude, Northeast Indiana is an interesting place. Dude. It is an interesting place. Yeah. And my friend lives there, a uh, good friend from high school. We went to high school together. His name's Chris Brown. Uh, I'll shout his you name You know out. Chris Brown. I know Chris Brown. Oh, he my gosh. Is, he's kind of abusive. But, can you get uh, him on the podcast? I don't care. He can I, beat the shit out of me. If he'll do the podcast, I'll let him do whatever he wants. get him on. Yeah. This guy would actually, the guy with the same name, Chris Brown, would be a very interesting podcast uh, guest. Oh, but up. he told me up, he, his daughters, they did like a online, like this was before the election. His daughters did a little poll at their school where they like people voted for Trump and people voted for Clinton. Okay. And everybody knew who people voted for. Yeah. And he's like, there, it was his two daughters and like a group of other girls were all on a bus on the way home and people singled them out as people that voted for Clinton. And they chanted at their, like, I don't know if they're maybe like fourth, for, third okay. grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, something like that. Yeah. It's not high school. Uh, they chanted to these girls, "Lock her up, lock her no up." No way. Yeah, on the whole on the whole ride home from school, and the the students like came. They told their parents. Obviously, the parents were like, "We're concerned about other kids chanting stuff yeah, like at our bullying." Why, yeah, yeah, bullying. And basically, they're like, "You can't do an election. You can't do an open election at school because that's how contentious the election was. They can't. You can't yeah. have kids telling people who they voted for." I don't know. No, yeah, the, that's the real stuff comes out of the kids, right? Like that's that's, but that's where, the parents though. That's what well, you, the parents influence like third oh, yeah. or fourth grade. Because yeah. dude, I mean, I when I was a kid, we had a. Um, I remember my brother was Al Gore. He was Al Gore. He was supposed to be like pretending to be Al Gore, and he like read the policy and stuff. I don't think we did a mock election, but in my head, when I was a kid, it's like even it's still in the back of my head somewhere where it's like Republicans are the good guys and the Democrats are. Not the bad guys, but they're they are evil. They are yeah. like the Sith. Do you know what I mean? Oh man, when I was in elementary school, I know exactly what you mean because yeah. my parents are both conservative. This kid that I really liked that was really smart, he liked Michael Dukakis. This is way back, eighty ah. eight. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's how far back. But I just remember thinking that like I was like, ugh, Michael Dukakis gross yeah and like because i was just like that's the bad guy why, why would, you, would like, you root for the you know? dude why are you on the bad team yeah dude why are you over there man join the join the light i think my first i went to a christian high school that was like private me with, too like, prayed prayed before class and hell stuff. yeah dude yeah and yeah so then i went to college my first history class where my teacher was like saying how ronald reagan was such a horrible president. Yeah, dude. I, it blew my mind. It's blasphemy. I, I hated this guy, yeah, too. Man. I was like, fuck this guy, yeah. man. He doesn't know anything. Reagan saved our country, Reagan was you the bastard. Best. Yeah, dude. I mean, Bush Bush wasn't that great, but... Yeah, yeah but, but... Don't uh, you talk shit about Ronald Reagan, Not dude. Ronald Reagan. And then yeah. I'm like looking back, and I'm like, man, that was such an important perspective for me to have just as a student. And yeah. like not even knowing that like... 
other perspectives existed because I was just given such a narrow one-sided perspective before that. Me too, man. I was, that was because I went to um, Christian college, I mean, Christian um, high school all the way up. And then when I went to a Christian, or a, you know, I went to IPFW state school in Indiana. It was, it's that thing. It's just like, oh, not only are there people with other opinions, most people don't feel the same way I grew up. You know what I mean? Like the ideology that I grew up with is not the same as any of these people here. Not only are there new ideas, I also realize that I'm in the minority, you know? Yeah. No, it's, it's amazing. And it's interesting to see people that you grew up with too and to see people that are still in that same thought process but they're like it's it's weird because it's it's just like they're struggling to have i don't know i don't know i you got to have metamorphosis you got to have change in your life yeah dude you and you've got to it and yeah. and i've got to be i've got to have change in my life after this election and no like I've got to know that I was so cocky and bold before, yeah. like thinking like there's no way that there's ever going to be uh, another. I just had this idea. There's not going to be a Republican president. There'll be Republican Congress. Right. But there's not going to be a Republican president because the tent has just gotten too small. And it's not true. It's gotten. I don't know. It's just it's just it. It can go either way. It's going to go. The, if you look at it, it goes one way for eight years, then it goes the other way for another eight right. years. That, and it's pretty much the same. It's just little shades of difference back and forth. A few things might benefit you just as there's a few things that might like totally hurt you and not not help you. Yeah, you, you know? might be on the other side of the deal. Yeah. It's one, one eight years and then on the other side, you know. But I do think a revolution definitely happened in November. Something completely... Uh, I think everything's going to be different now because I think I don't want to get too far into this, but I think I don't think the way an election runs or the way a, a campaign runs will ever be the same. It's uh, going to be completely yeah. different. You're oh not going to see like typical politicians anymore because I think the model is broken. And I think the fact that you had a deplorable person win is interesting. Yeah. You know, oh that my did it. but it, yeah, it's uh. <laughs> It is amazing. It's it's. I was wondering too. I mean, is the race card going to be that openly played in the future? Because it was played back in the day. It was just done so much more subtly. Like not yeah. not like where ca- candidates would openly deny things on TV, and you knew in the back, like in the back of their mind or the policies that they were supporting that basically they're. They're winking. Yeah, at but they people. weren't. Yeah, you're saying they're like now. now Donald Trump just, is very forthright. Yeah, he's like, he's like, no, we're gonna th- kick these people out of our country. Right. Like that. No one says that, and then like, d- like has people go right. with it. That's I think there's scary. honestly people that respect that enough that they don't agree with it, but they still vote for him because they respect his honesty. I think. Yeah. I think there's that. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying people have voted. honesty, but it. But that's what I'm saying. Even now, you know, everyone's like, it's all kind of spun in a certain way. Because I don't, I don't think Donald Trump is a racist. I'm like, I don't think that. I think when he was talking about building the wall, he was saying, let's keep drug dealers out. And it's, it's stupid. And, you know, it's, um, I think things can be spun in certain ways. And now it's like Donald Trump saying he's not going to implement all these policies that he said he said he was like lying i think people still applaud his honesty though they're still into it because they weren't about the wall they weren't about 
xenophobia. They were about honesty. And now he's saying like, yeah, fuck that, dude. I don't really care. I'm, I'm up like, I don't care about locking Hillary up. It's not a big deal. I've already won. People are still, they're like, yeah, we voted for you. Now you're not doing all the stuff you said you do, but you're being honest right now. And that is so refreshing. Do you know what I'm saying? I, I don't see that as being honest though. Like, I just think what he did was said whatever he needed to say to get elected and now he's not going to follow that up but what he's going to follow it up with is he's going to put in place people in the position every almost every cabinet appointment not every cabinet appointment that's very uh oh, there's, no, there's good bad. three or four dude rick perry is secretary of energy there's three or four people that yeah have spent their lives trying to destroy Rick Perry's a great example. Someone oh, said that he, he couldn't even remember. He wanted to eliminate the oh, department dude, of energy. What a buffoon doesn't even know yeah. that it's mostly about nuclear proliferation and yeah. it's not all about oil and gas. And it's about how we, uh, how we shift our energy usage on the grid. And yes, we've shifted towards natural gas, which is, uh, cleaner for the air, but it's worse for our environment. The fracking is yeah. horrible for, for communities and it's there's different effects for every I think I think the what people what people are uh not grasping is that we're just going to use every last resource that we possibly have and they're all going to be sucked dry there's going to be there's going to be regulation we're going to try and slow it down we're going to try and stop carbon emission and stuff like that but Literally, we're just going to use all of it. We're going to let all this stuff, like, we're going to let all the polar ice caps just right. melt. We're going to live in some weird-ass world where the water line is changed. And we're just going to adjust and adapt and be, like, that much packed together if, I don't know, if we make it that far. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know what you're saying. I don't think dystopia is that close. But what do I know, dude? I'm Joey Burtoff. But I, I do think, think it's close just because I go outside and I feel that this is freezing. It's nine degrees outside. Yeah. In two days it's gonna be sixty five degrees. That's not that's not normal. That didn't happen in eighty eight when I was a kid. Right? Like this is stuff that's happening in the last five, six years where it's it's not warm all the time. Yeah. But when it gets cold, it's a storm, it gets like super cold and then it's just Do you really think the weather's changed? Gone. Yes. I never even really think about it. It's drastic. You More so because different? I have family that lives in Canada and they, okay. they deal with like snowmobile routes that change. The The ice is not even frozen on our lake. Right. The, there's still big puddles of water in our lake, which is it, the lake used to freeze in November and be frozen till March. Yeah. And now there's puddles in the middle of January. Like there's big changes. Big, big changes. Right. Like, but I understand. That's, I saw that. I see that on Facebook. Like, right. That's like, I'm in the Six Mile Lake group and I see these pictures of like a guy jumping into the lake in December as a goof. Right. And it's like that. I mean. Yeah. It's funny and it's fun, but it's like, dude, but there's a like, reason that water is yeah. not that cold. Yeah. No. All right. Let's bring it back to water is cold. He was freezing. He was crazy. Right. For going but the reason there, but it not wasn't frozen. frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. But Good yeah. movie. Love that movie. My daughter loves that movie. Frozen. Oh yeah. Oh, I've not seen it. I saw Brave. I'm about for Brave. That one's Brave. Tight. Yeah. I'm gonna buy that on eBay tonight. Do it. 
Brave. Just torrent it. Don't buy just it on eBay. Do you need to? Torrent. I can teach you to steal stuff. I don't know. I don't. I buy stuff. Oh, do you have like morals and integrity? I do. I've I've stolen stuff like before, but now that I have a daughter, I want to uh, not. I, I think about stuff like that. I don't want to steal. Oh, really? You want to be like a good example? I don't think it's just like, my daughter. I, I think I thought of. I think I okay. thought of that. It's an artist thing too. Like all the people get paid residuals that were involved with that. I want those people to get paid. Like, oh, dude, you're yeah. You have you have deep empathy to watch the credits of a movie and be like, oh, those are dudes. Man. But isn't that just yeah. a cap? Like, yeah, Josh Gad does an awesome job in Frozen as like the comedic. I was okay, so I watched Frozen and for the first time and Star Wars probably a month ago, and I saw the Star Wars. I think it was the first, like the what the first J.J. Abrams one. I don't know what that. Oh was yeah, called. I know. Uh, Not Rogue One, the Force one before Awakens. that. Force Awakens. Yes. And I don't, I don't see sequels in the theater because I don't like throwing away money at franchises like that. But I'll, I'll go see it at a Red Box or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I borrowed the movie from someone, so I didn't even pay any money for it. Yeah. I don't like paying money for sequels, but I want to, I want to see it. I want to see what they, yeah, okay, what the spin on it. But I'm gonna wait. I'm not gonna. I'm not anxious. Like yeah, you're a frugal, whatever. dude, man. But I think about how my dollars are spent because that's the best way to vote. It's the only way you vote is with your money. So, I. Uh, watched the that movie, uh, the Star Wars movie, and then I watched Frozen and like the same day, same time. I hadn't seen Frozen because uh, I didn't. My daughter wasn't old enough or whatever. I wasn't interested in it. Yeah. But Josh Gad was so much better at the comedic relief being the snowman in yeah. this movie that I was just like, then Star Wars. Like they tried. It was like. Uh, Harrison Ford tried to like say some funny stuff or like never. Oh no, I can't watch a movie with no comic relief, dude. Yeah, I oh, there was, they had little it. things in Star Wars and they were trying, but it was like right. there was no dynamic character like Josh Gad. Right. So that's what I was thinking. And that I mean, that's that's stupid to compare Star Wars to a, a, like a kids movie, but when a kids movie's got some when it's way more watchable and funnier and I'll watch it over and over again. I have yeah. no I no no reason to see Force Awakens again. There's no Yeah, no. I yeah. I like Westworld. But I watched I've oh I like Westworld. Dude, I, I, I watch that over we, and over. All right. I don't wanna make it a movie or T V podcast. Westworld had n- literally no comic relief at all. Oh. Nice. I was hoping I was honestly hoping that the do you know the 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 two people that had the mad sexual tension during the time they were out looking for broken robots then the one girl gets her like head crushed by her or no, she gets yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, she, I was hoping they'd like Elise? at least make out, dude. Is her name Elise, I think? Oh, she's Pro- Don't I spoil like... it, dude. We got to get back on track oh, shoot, before I'm we just spo- talk oh, about no spoilers and in- um, we're gonna spoil Frozen for everybody out there. When in Westworld, I already talked about crushed heads. Uh, oh no, it's a, Westworld's great. It's uh, if we spoil Westworld, you, you no, gotta wrap your head around it. it. You gotta probably watch it two or three no, times. It gave me nightmares, man. It just gave to me, get it, it I, like it. I, I can't. I, I think know. I haven't seen Singer. I haven't seen a set, but I heard he's talking about robots and uh, talking about West. He's seen Westworld. It's like he's. Ryan Singer's been his mind's been open to what that movie or that show is all about. The show's not just a show; it's telling us what's going on. We are a simulation. We are just a simulation because 
once we get to the point where we can make our own simulations, right. we have to convince ourselves and look ourselves in the mirror, just like some of those robots, and be like, I am a robot. Right. I was made to do this job. Dude, I literally, I had a, it was a, um, you know when you're half awake, half asleep, you're like laying in your bed, you're dreaming, but you're still aware that you're in your bed. Well, I had a dream like that where I was a host and I, all my memories were just kind of programmed into my head and I was aware of them. I was aware that I'm like, oh no, these aren't my memories. These are just like loose things that someone's told me happened to me. And I, I've never been more terrified in my entire life, dude. And it, cause yeah, I mean that, that show, watch the show. Uh, let's not spoil it, dude. But it is no. terrifying. To I don't think, think we're about. spoiling anything because yeah. we're still figuring it out. You have to watch the show. Probably, I've only seen it all the way through. I've seen the last few episodes a couple times because I rewatched them with someone. But I, it takes it takes a while for you to even wrap your head around it. So if you spoil it for someone, you're not spoiling anything. You're just yeah, turning them on to. to yeah. yeah, you can watch it, and you're not gonna. There's not like, oh, that's the surprise they just told me about. Right. No, the whole thing is. It's it's a movie written by Michael Crichton back in 1972. Yeah, I believe. it's like an old yeah yeah. It's and Michael Crichton, back. who went on to write Jurassic Park and uh, the the hit film Congo. Um, yeah, that the was movie his was follow-up. tight, yeah. dude. Yeah, but those are like conceptual mind. Um, yeah, they make you think about your own um, awareness, dude, and that you might not be. Yeah, just thinking about your own conscious being, dude, and the way you perceive life. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I do think about that sometimes. I think about how little you even have control of your own mind in the way you feel about things, you know? Yeah, it's it's true. It's all it, a lot of it is uh what is it? Nature or nurture? There's like a good yeah, balance dude. between which ones are just DNA that's pumping through our bodies that are from some of our ancestors and you, other okay. things that are like where we're growing up now. Like my ancestors were from Europe and my dad was born in Holland. My mom was born in Canada. Her parents were not originally from Canada. They were from the U.S. and they moved up to Canada like early colony times. Yeah. So uh, it's yeah, it's interesting to think of like where where and what you're doing here and like this it, what am i doing in cincinnati what am i doing in st louis in the first place both my parents are from toronto yeah and then i get called canadian by a bunch of people like you know just like casually oh canadian yeah, yeah you're so nice dude oh you're so canadian oh you're so friendly and kind <laughs> what a loser you got dude. that door for me yeah Nah, dude, I... But I'm really not. I am I grew up in St. Louis. I went to school in St. Louis. I'm more American, and I'm... I'm nurture, my nurture is the U.S. I'm like... Yeah, I grew you grew up, up, up a, here, man. You're shaped America. by us. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think... I think it's... I don't know. I think in terms of, like, how your brain functions and stuff is you have to train it. You have to train your brain into being good and thoughtful and being aware of other people. I don't think that, I mean, I think, I I don't know. I think good parenting, good child rearing is teaching your kids to 
share and to ask other people how they're feeling and be more concerned about other people. I think that's really what it comes from. And I think if you're never trained to do that, your natural inclination is to be like, I need food. I need shelter. I need this. I want this. Me, me, me. Yeah. And that's okay. So my daughter, uh, Abby's cousin came over today and she's got a daughter. Her name's Lila. So Lila and Tilly are playing together. Tilly's a little bit older. She's a little bit more mobile. She can walk a little bit. She's been, you know, she's been doing a little bit longer. But she got like she had three of her dolls out and she went and gathered them all, all three of the dolls in her hands and was like keeping them. From like, no, these are mine. Yeah. And she, I, that's just natural. And us as parents were like, no, those, you share those, you yeah. share those things. It's not like she naturally just shared with her friend for the first time. Mm-hmm. And we're like, hey, you don't have to give all your toys away. Right. It's the other way around where she's pulling all these things like I need all and she's got so many toys. She doesn't need, th- she doesn't need half a doll, let right. alone one doll. She's, She's fine with wrapping paper on Christmas. She'll play with that for hours. Yeah. She doesn't need like even a doll, but a doll is the it's like a better it's what we give her as a as a present and right. what we you know what we manifest is this is a good thing and something you play with. And right. It's like and little, it's yours and it's hers. Yeah. yeah. So she understands that and she wants it when she wakes up. She's like, "Give me my bunny. I want to hold my bunny and right. this is my bunny." And it's just natural. So that's the that's got to be the natural. I feel like side. you have to. Yeah, I feel like that's the natural side. So I feel like when you give a kid a gift, you almost have to teach them that it's not theirs. You know what I mean? It's not eternally theirs. Like this isn't your doll, but yeah. here it is. You have it right now. But to understand that everything, I'm gonna sound like a total commie, and I kind of am, but everything nothing you're not entitled to anything even shit you buy it's not necessarily understand what it gives you the right to if you buy a home understand you know in our country that it gives you the right to like certain rights that people come in your home like you can you know you can protect yourself and stuff but understand that you know just because like you were let's say you were born in america that doesn't make you entitled to keeping everyone you want in America and anyone you don't want in America out. It, you do, do you know what I mean? If well, it's, you're, a, it's a mind, it's a mind game because in the sense, like if you know history and you study history, I, I'm, I own a home here in, in Cincinnati in Loveland mm-hmm. and I'm outside in my yard thinking this is mine, but deeply because I've, I know none of this is any of ours. We yes. stole all this yeah, land dude. from, uh, indigenous people that lived here before, right? And we we talk about it a little bit in history class and like touch on it here yeah. and there, but we don't like dive into it and like talk about it every day like we should yeah. about like that's our history and that's where we came from. Instead, we just kind of like push it to the side and pretend like no, this is mine and I deserve this. When really, I we should be taking orders from from the people that were here before us or something. I don't know. Right. No, we don't learn hippie. 
No, no, no. I don't even think, dude. People say it's like that's a total hippie. That's philosophy, a hippie mindset. But that's because not, they want though. to own. That's because right. they want to be that yeah. baby. That's like, no, this is mine. Right. And you shouldn't be that baby. No. You should be a grown up and know, no, this none of this is ours. Right. And if you study history, you'll find out that it it shouldn't be. And the and the reason that we're doing that we're doing this and still getting away with this is because we suppress everyone around us, and that's why we, we create. Bad guys, scapegoats, right. the Mexicans, the illegal immigrants that are coming in and take mine away from me when it doesn't even belong to me in the first right. place, you know? Like so they should be able to come in here. That's the natural cause of things. You know what you know who came in here back in the day? White men to take Indian stuff away. Right. And we're like, Oh no, we're gonna learn from history. We're gonna smelt some you know some- Yeah. It's ours now. We won't make the same mistakes the people that we robbed this place. Yeah. I'm going to go yeah. hide in a bunker and bomb these people with my remote-controlled planes. Right. Nah, yeah, dude. I don't know. I feel I feel that way because I just think what we, like, we just, we, we don't want to. The fact that you and I were born into, you know, prosperous countries that, and the fact that we want, like, it's not any sort of anything we did to be born here. It doesn't, you know, so what right do we have? Like, I always feel like we're not entitled to anything, man. If, like, if, like, Latino people want to come over the border illegally to provide for their families and not starve and give them a better life, I'm like, dude, come over. I have no right to this uh, infrastructure than anyone else. Uh, who am I to say, no, fuck you. I was born into this life. I deserve this. I don't deserve anything, man. And what if that's the way we treated people? Like, say, I, I just casually at the beginning was talking about how I lived in St. Louis before and I live in Cincinnati now. What if we had a more closed system between borders of states where it's not as easy to move from one state to the other? You can't just go get a new license plate, get a buy, you know, rent yeah. a place, and get an address and get a driver's license and boom, you're a resident of another state. Yeah. Like, what if it was more difficult and... I mean that could be that could be something in the future that it states rights become so much greater that different states have different, you know, harder immigration policies against other states and people yeah. get quarantined into like say a state like Oklahoma and they have to live there. No. So oh, like you imagine? Oh my gosh, that's I have how- relatives there too that I think listen to the podcast. I've been to Oklahoma. It's nice. It's cool. And the people are the best. That's what I'll say about Oklahoma. I do comedy in Tulsa and Oklahoma City, and they're two of my... uh, I love both cities, and I like the state a lot. It is a very... uh, It is the most red state. Do you think so? Um, Oklahoma and West Virginia were the two states that went every county for Trump. So Did they really? Those are the two states. Oklahoma and West Virginia are the two states... That went every county for Trump, and uh, they went every county for Mitt Romney before. No county voted for Barack Obama. Dude, I think I might have voted for John McCain at some point. John McCain I in think Oklahoma? I did. No, in Indiana. Oh, in but Indiana. I'm just saying. I'm saying people that even people that voted for Trump, I don't believe. I believe smart, intelligent people voted for Donald Trump. I'm just saying. I'm not saying everyone that votes red. Yeah. Is, oh no, no. I'm yeah. My but family, it is interesting. My family denied that they vote voted for Donald Trump, but the way they defend him after the election, it's like, yeah. well, if you didn't vote for the guy, why are you defending him? Like, why are you defending this 
So what I'm worried about with the all right government, which is like uh, just the House, the Supreme Court and the president, like basically they want to privatize everything. That's their goal. And I don't see privatization as beneficial. I don't see as government control uh, as beneficial either. Right. But privatization, the, the, the most recent example of privatization I can think of is the water supply in Flint, Michigan, which went horribly wrong. It was totally on the Republicans for for uh, putting it out, subsidizing it to a company that. Oh, is that, that what happened there? Yeah, oh. yeah, and that they they subsidized. They moved the they moved the water source from the Detroit River or the river that's going from Detroit to Lake Huron to Flint River, and they uh, just. Just privatizing that type of that type of utility. The last utility I also think of was in the early two thousands in California, and the electric companies were subs. Uh, they basically like made it so you could you could buy and sell, and people were there were rolling blackouts. They had Enron was one of the companies that was involved. Oh, so in, you think privatizing utilities like that's just like a bad idea? Like in general, like it won't. I work. can't think of. I can't think of good examples, but I need someone to li- that's listening to this podcast to uh, change legislation. No, no, just tweet at me. Send me an email, gabekia.com. You can uh, you can tweet at me at gabekia. Please give me the example of a privatization example of success. You should and hang out with my dad. He, he hopefully he's should, listening and dude, he'll, he'll he'll listen for sure. You should yeah, I mean he'll I, I need he's a smart I know dude. there's stuff yeah. out there. Mm-hmm. I just need it to formulate my whole concept of of right. uh I think in general though for me, I honestly think we need more like social programs and more things run publicly by the public sector because even if it's worse, even if it's a worse idea for everyone and it doesn't it's not as effective, I think some things need to be run by someone who isn't motivated by pure money. But also, I think the Flint example, I can't think of the exact specifics of what the company was that they right. subcontracted out to do this job to like change the source of the water, but it does come back on the governor. Like it's the governor's responsibility. It's right. not like this company got hung out to dry in the media. Right. The person that got hung out to dry in the media was the governor the public figure and yeah. i'm surprised he didn't you know i'm surprised he wasn't running for vice president with trump because that's the that's the type of candidate right. they got this this pence guy's his stake got boycotted and he made a a political misstep and then he then he backed off and did the right thing maybe that's why he got the vice president because he can yeah. show that he can adjust and change maybe that's yeah. why because I people in Indiana hate Pence, but a lot of people like him too. You got to think a lot of well, people. Well, no, like did him. he was elected, man? I'm from Indiana. I know but that's why I'm asking yeah, you. No, I'm, it's um, you tell me better. I'll ask me about Missouri politics. I might have a better insight than it's Ohio. mainly because it's um, it's Christian vote, man. Uh, and I think a lot of it is an inter- something I think it, that it really comes down to. And I'll, this is my personal opinion. I think Republican Democrat really what it comes down to because we you're on your I'm like building up to a big point I'm about to make of why I think some people are Republican some people are Democrat okay and I think you're aligned with your own beliefs because you say this is my party this is what I stand by and I think the main dividing issue is abortion 
and pro-choice and pro-life. I think that is the main thing. It's like the red team, you picked pro-life. And then the blue team, you picked like women's rights. And I think that's the dividing thing. So you pick which side you want to be on. And then from there on, you pick your ideology of how everything else your team decided it's going to be. I think that's the main dividing point is pro, you know what I mean? Like your women's rights or where you, and I think that's the main divisive thing in our country. Yeah. Do you I agree? See, what do you no, think of that? I can totally see that. Uh, but see, where I stand on that issue is that I don't have to say. No, I'm okay. pro-life. Okay. I'm pro-life and I'm very, very liberal, but I'm pro-life and it's a personal choice. It has nothing to do. I want, I want, I mean, I want, I don't want Planned Parenthood to get defunded and they don't even just do abortions. That's just part of the equation. So, uh, but I also consider myself pro-life because I consider my philosophy is if I'm engaging in sexual intercourse with someone, I'm planning on having a kid with them, Mm -hmm. even if I don't like that person or it's an ex-girlfriend that I'm hooking up with that I shouldn't be. And I know in my brain, I'm like, you could have a baby right now and you know, and that makes, that makes the sexual encounter so much different when you're not using protection or you're not like, you know, dude, you got to explain this, man. Uh, So, Okay. So when you're explain that situation when you're hooking up with an ex girlfriend, yeah, you're married or you're you know I'm, you're you're in a committed relationship. Exactly. I'm you're not, pretty much married. I'm not going to be yeah. ever hooking right. up with then an ex girlfriend. You're never going to be in this situation again. But, but I have been in the past. Right. Explain that. So you're the fact that you know that this could lead to that. I was bringing up an example of of not the bet like not the best terms in my past right. history yeah like where oh i love this person she loves me we're in a committed relationship we've been seeing each other for this many months or a right. year and a oh, half yeah. or it's something just, it's a bad idea we're good for to, different we're reasons good yeah. to have sex because if we have a kid we're prepared to do that, you okay, know yeah so not that but like the one where you're like you're still crazy about the girl and you don't know why because she cheated on you like three times right and you still like you, a kid like, would be a bad thing. Yeah, a bad thing to <laughs> yeah, throw dude. into this mix, but you're still like, I'm willing to risk it yeah. because that's because how my much. penis is going nuts. But maybe that's, yeah. I'd say that's nature. And no, <laughs> that's not <laughs> yeah, nurture. Absolutely. That is, that is, yeah, that reptile I mean, brain. And I'm, I'm, but wait, how did that I'm relate oversharing. to you? I'm oversharing on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, no, that was way too perfect, much. dude. That's I'm still, not, I'm not editing anything, dude. Oh, I, I just imagine my daughter listening to this now, oh, dude. 15 years from now. Like, oh, my dad was a person that felt like a human being at times. Get out. No, but it's, well, it's good to, it's good to know that uh, I always, I always wanted her. I always, like, the moment that Abby told me she was pregnant, I was excited about it. You yeah. Know? There, there was no, like... Oh man, what what about uh, none you, of that? Not, yeah. No consideration. No, yeah. no, there wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, wasn't in the cards or the books or whatever they say. Yeah, dude. And I think I mean I don't know. I think it's wait. I kind of wanted to before I went said move on to my next point. I wanted to go back to so when you so you're saying when you have sex with a person, you're fully aware that like this could mean children potentially. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yes, I mean, you can take measures to 
right skirt to around not. it. Obviously, just wearing yeah. a condom is good. Right. But there's always there's always an X factor of you never know what's going to happen. Right. You know, okay. there's voids. I was taught at my Christian school. There's voids that AIDS and sperms can. What were you taught? <laughs> no, I was taught stuff. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah. You were taught that condoms don't work. Like I was taught that Dude. condoms don't stop AIDS from getting through. Dude, that there's I voids don't even and know. Condoms. See, I don't even. I don't. Well, I wasn't taught I was anything. Taught that. I was See, taught that condoms would not ha- or are not one hundred percent safe. I wasn't even taught about condoms, dude. In my Christian school, they didn't even like bring them up. No, well, yeah, they didn't. They only brought them up to say that they're, we're not going to give them to you, and abstinence is the only way to do it. Like oh, that's basically it's such like such a bad idea. You can, but then kids in my school end up like like experimenting with like other forms of sex rather than vaginal sex. You know, right. like just doing stuff that you're like, that's what other not, kind of sex, Gabe? You. Know, uh, you you know, not all the, of them, all, all of the them. different ones, both yeah. ears, both dude. That <laughs> sounds pretty hot, you know. That's that Christian school sex, yeah, dude. It is heavy, yeah, man. No, that's what I mean. You can ask anybody that's gone to Catholic school, you can ask yeah. any girl, she's like, Oh, yeah, I gave it up anal first. No, isn't that insane though? Because they don't teach you, it's the I mean, it's the nurture side, they don't teach you like. What? Why wouldn't I have sex? They're just like, don't you dare have sex don't because you, God yeah. will hate you. It's like, well, maybe that's just not a good enough reason, dude. That's not a good enough reason to tell someone to not to deny their reptile brain instincts. So they're going to just, you know, they're going to be like, oh, well, then if God cares, then I'll just have sex with my girlfriend's asshole, the dude. <laughs> and the girl's like, yeah, OK, this is we, we figured it out. God Poor does- girl. God doesn't care. I don't know, dude. You believe in God? You think there's like a creator and stuff? I do. I I feel like I'd say I'd say I'm uh maybe a more of a deist, like maybe there was something that created it but it's not watching over us and keeping you think track it's gone? of every yeah. And God's probably. dead. Well, someone made the simulation and then they they got killed by one of the robots, and Dude. now the robots are in charge. Yeah, man. You think we're robots, and and our uh, our Anthony Hopkins is dead. Our Anthony Hopkins got killed by like this, like this mediocre robot. That's like let's let's just keep this going, and I'm gonna rewrite the story. Yeah, watch Westworld. It's really great. Yeah, yeah. dude, that's a good dude. I think. I don't know. I think there is a creator. I think Westworld is a really good thing to watch. I'm going to recommend it to everyone right now. It's um, way better than the Bible. No, that's like, more entertaining for sure. More entertaining, actually. Yeah, I can't. I can't disparage the Bible because I'm afraid of going to hell. Um, and the Bible's tight. There's some good stuff in the Bible. And yeah. Bible's it's an interesting book, man. I think it's very I think revealing. if you study everything, if you focus on what Jesus said and did and yeah, his teachings, dude. that you will live a very fruitful, beneficial life to everybody around you. Totally, you, dude. You might uh get get ridiculed and made fun of by people because you've given up all your earthly possessions and you yeah. you become one with uh with this idea of helping others instead of yourself, but um, but I don't think like 
American Christianity in the United States oh, it's today. Warped, it's no, I, I'm not really for it. I've told, I've actually had like falling, falling outs with my family just about it because it's like, I don't want to, I go to church and just every time I go to church, it's just like, I don't know. I, I would much rather go to a stand up comedy show than I would go to church. Like, oh, there's dude, are you kidding me? I don't think there's anyone that would go to no, that would go to church. Oh my gosh, this church, go to church. You will be if you you just haven't been to church recently. Church is That's way true. more packed than stand up comedy shows. Yeah. Like there could be little church groups, and there's like fifty to seventy people there. You go to little open mics, and there's like twenty comics that are. Just looking for a reason to drink. That's true, but you're picking like you're you got to pick I'm going, parallels. Well, though. yeah. So you go to there's a big no open comedy mic club. pastor night, you know, or just come up and do a sermon, dude. What do you got? Do five? No, but there's people. There's I mean, there's people from the congregation that get up and speak, and they they've yeah, never spoken before, and <laughs> they're really shy. They're like the new guy. They, yeah. it's scheduled just like a show. The guys know what they're doing. It's true. Those guys, the the pros that have been doing it 12, 15 years. They don't just let the amateurs do the whole show. They put them up a little bit to show yeah. how, look how smooth I can be after this guy. Right. It's just like a stand-up comedy show. But, I think, but what they're yeah, saying is that, so much more, that it doesn't get laughs. It doesn't need to get laughs. Sometimes it does. I mean, oh, yeah. I think a lot of times it, it does, dude. No, I think a lot of times they want it, it to. It does. Yeah, they want it to. Yeah. And it does, And but it's not like... That's not with stand-up comedy. It's like you need to get laughs the whole time. You can't right, just go the up point. there and preach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, some guys can get away with just preaching, and they're they're good at it because they are getting laughs, and you don't even realize that you're laughing until the end of it, and you're like, "Whoa, that was an experience." I hate being preached to, dude. Yeah, I know who you're. I know like the comedians you're talking about. Oh yeah, I mean, I can be like that too, but I try to get away from that and just and not I. I don't know. It's it's also, uh, yeah, you don't want to be preached to. I agree. I agree with that. Like, you just want to be entertained. You want to kind of forget about that stuff. Dude, that's, yeah, yeah, for, yeah. For a little bit. And that's what, that's that's also what I wanted to talk about coming on here is like, I want to be able to talk about, you, you know, I like to talk about political things or uh, I, I want to make jokes that matter about, certain subjects or something i want to make a difference but i also want to just i want to be funny i just want to be i want i want to be liked i want to be liked by everybody i want to be respected by my peers i want to uh i want to have a i want to have a fun time i want to enjoy hanging out with people after the show i want people to come up to me after the show even if they don't like what i'm saying and talk to me about it and not like that that girl in St. Louis, the reason why she probably talked to me about uh, the headliner and Donald Trump was because I didn't say anything about Trump. So she thought, oh, I can. Oh, you're on our team. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. she said to the host, uh, <laughs> Stefan was his name. It was so funny because she looked over at him and uh, and she's like, he knows what I'm talking about. And I was like, I was like, what you talking about the black guy? The black guy over there? It's talking. Yeah. You, you yeah. knows what I'm talking about? And Stefan is like, I don't want anything to do with this. Oh and my I was gosh! Like, I was like, come on, Stefan, tell her, tell her what's up. Tell oh her that. My gosh! Tell her how. Tell you, her what team you're on, dude. Yeah. It's, yeah. You don't have to be. You didn't tell. You didn't talk about anything. You didn't talk about politics. Or, right. I mean, he talked about. He's he's warming up the crowd. He's the first guy. He's not gonna get into heavy. Yeah. 
politics talk. And I I did one night because I had some friends there that uh, were like-minded and I wanted to do some jokes. And yeah. it wasn't – it's not good. It's not good in the spot of – uh, I was feature. I'm, I'm the middle act. Yeah, you're I, doing I 20. Yeah, 20 minutes. I just just make them laugh and keep a good pace up and not. You can do a little bit of you know, little yeah. bit of stuff like that, but you don't want to polarize the audience, especially right after an election, and it like that. Right. But but I have before as the middle act or even the opening middle like I, the two man show in Duluth. I went uh-huh. right after those people, like and people came up to me after the show in that show in Duluth and they were like. They're like, you do you like doing that? And I was like, No, I do not. Wait, do you like doing what? Making fun of a guy that stands up and does a white power. Oh, because like, they I thought did, you probably did. That I want yeah, I yeah. like was inciting him to do it by doing the joke, yeah. which I kind of was, but I wasn't expecting that to happen. And I right. didn't want to deal with the with the with the out like the the backlash or the, oh yeah you're making an, you're making an enemy at that point yeah you're saying and I, like we're and i'm messing it up for the yeah. headliner that doesn't want to talk about any of this stuff and where's right. the guy opening up that's just trying to make people laugh why is he talking about this stuff yeah i'm thinking about him watching me which i would be doing in that situation if i was a headliner looking at the feature i'm like why are you talking about trump right up front that's yeah. stupid you're just sabotaging the whole show or something yeah man. but it wasn't it wasn't necessarily all me doing it. It was, and then so people are coming up to me after the show because I like made fun of those people. I got yeah. them to shut up. I I calmed them down. They weren't yelling stuff out. I said, "Hey, did you know talking about how much they paid for tickets? People pay for tickets. This is going to be a comedy show. Yeah, man. we we went off the rails right there at the beginning. I antagonized you. I went after you. I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. I apologize to you. I was, you know, you apologize. Then they bought me like two drinks. Yeah, and we uh, we we. They said hey afterwards. They were all wasted, of course. Like yeah. they were just like so drunk. The comedy show, other dude. people came up yeah. to me and were acting like I did that on purpose to make to to make fun of them and to make laughs out of it. And I was like, no, that was all just me on the fly, like trying to deal with the situation, right? And maybe throwing some jokes at it that weren't gonna that were stoking the fire or something. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, well, I think that's I think that's cool of you too because it's you recognizing. Look, we're all on different sides and but tonight we're all coming together and we're let's just laugh. Like let's just have fun. Let's not make enemies early. So you recognize like the fact that we're already kind of making enemies early in the night. It's a bit early for that. So you're saying I'm going to put aside like my beliefs and not really do these jokes necessarily and say let's just have fun. I'm going to bring this back together. Let's get a collective conscious going of just us being human beings and not Republicans and Democrats and whatever. Yeah. And also, most importantly, is me and this headliner just drove, like, I know where he's coming from, too. We just mm-hmm. drove all the way up into the middle of nowhere. Right. We're just trying to survive. Yeah, and dude. Do, make people laugh and have fun and make this worth our time of driving all the way up here, yeah, staying, at a, staying at a shitty hotel, uh-huh. and then, like, going all the way back. We don't want to make it, I don't want to make it miserable for him. Right. And uh, and that's the mo- That's who I'm thinking of the most. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we're, we're all human beings, dude. Yeah. You're looking out. I mean, it's the same. I mean, it goes back to you. You have that sensibility to not steal a movie because you're looking out for others. You know what I mean? You're. I mean, that's a cool thing, dude. I think it's admirable. 
Well, and it's also just because I'd be, if I was in that position and someone was doing it's that. same I'd thing, be, dude. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you've been a comedy audience member. You've been a headliner. You've been a feature. You can put yourself in other people's positions and say, how would I feel if I paid money to come to this comedy show? How would I feel if I were the headliner tonight? How would I feel if I was the host? And say, how can I make this better for any of those people? Yeah. It's pretty cool, man. That is pretty cool, man. You're a good dude. Gabe Key, Mr. Nice Guy, man. Try trying to be Mr. Nice Guy on your I uh I really like your podcast, man. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah. No, you uh, I've listened to a few uh I don't really I don't listen to podcasts that much. I used to quite a bit and mostly people I don't know, but I like yeah. yours uh because it's it's got a lot of people that I've that I know, but I don't know. I don't know really yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. and you like learn a lot more about them. Isn't that weird? On this show, yeah, it's really weird because this this room right here that we're in, this is like a venue for all these people that are like their headshots are up there, yeah, and like, dude. and all these people have come through here and experienced this and had these questions asked by you. It's really a cool thing for you to look back on. You you won't realize it now, but like four or five years down the road and thinking about some of the people that you've had on the show, especially yeah. people that uh, people I've never heard of that are just friends of yours that you were able that were had like a really cool story. I remember there's one of your buddy that got a, uh, he got arrested and it was just about him getting oh, arrested yeah. for like some, it was, he, he oh, pretended he, something he was his brother. Very innocuous. Yeah, yeah dude. He, yeah. he pretended he was his brother yeah, or something. Man, and he got in all friends. this trouble. His relationship broke up. Oh, it was dude. like so, such a grand epic story. It was really good. And, Isn't that uh, insane? Shout out to that guy if he's listening Travis to this podcast. Travis Campton, baby. Travis, yeah. Thank you for your suffering. Good podcast, man. I liked it. I that liked was, it a lot. I liked that one too, dude. I'm, I'm sorry you had to go through that shit. But, oh, no. Yeah. I But I've been through, and not... I mean, I've been arrested before several times, but arrested when I felt like, oh, man, this is... I'm the criminal. Like, or yeah, that. I'm I'm at fault. This yeah. is definitely yeah. my fault. But <laughs> right. you can we just get this over with? Because yeah. I... And you know what? There's so many people. And now, yeah, there's me feeling empathy for other people because I've been in the criminal justice system several times and I've seen people like get screwed over or been maybe they're just telling me they're getting screwed over or whatever but yeah there's 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 situations where some stuff like doesn't fall in the right uh in the right direction for some people and it's weird because you're always on edge about we're always on edge about the police yeah because of that Mm -hmm. because we know we've seen uh we've seen making a murderer we know how this no it's not dude i saw like Three episodes, man. I know all about how yeah, the judicial about system how works. You can get, yeah, man. You can just get screwed at any minute. Yeah, dude. No, it's uh, but mostly it's for things that that we're doing that are uh, that are irresponsible. I mean, I've right. I've done I've done some stupid, irresponsible things in my in my youth, but also recently when you're like, man, I can't do that. Yeah, dude. That's stupid. Yeah, I feel that, man. You gotta see. There are times when you're getting your chest deserves, and you're like, "Yeah, it, it came. The day came." Yeah, yeah. Man, I knew that guy was a narc. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't. Dude. He wasn't a. He wasn't a cool Christian dude. No. It was. I thought it was gonna be uh, Steve, but it turned out to be Bobby, and Bobby partied. Bobby man. partied. Dude. He loved the. He loved the booger sugar, dude. Dude, that's a. 
Booger Sugar. If you don't get anything from this podcast, you get a cool euphemism for, for cocaine, cocaine dude. Yeah, book, which is not mine that's uh yeah there's definitely... claim it dude no 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 claim it steal shit gay steal booger job. sugar kia everybody knows he's <laughs> yeah, the one dude. that invented that no there's a couple comics that come to mind that actually use that uh in jokes that's funny it's a funny it's a funny term man yeah coke is a funny it's a funny drug people that are on it have no idea that we all know you're on it <laughs> yeah, I don't. You know what? There are people that have slipped by from me. I'm like, this guy is cool, man. He's having a good night, and I had no idea he was just like tweaking. Oh yeah, yeah. You're like, man, I really liked I his anything. life story. I really, right. yeah, dude. I, I liked really his was, business idea. His business idea was so structured. I'm gonna in, I invested. I Venmoed him three grand. <laughs> Kyle this. Jeffers is gonna be—he's <laughs> gonna be the CEO of Big Dicks. Yeah, Inc. dude. I'm still, I'm still waiting for that acquisition, dude. Uh, dude, let's wrap it up. What do you? What would you say if you wanted to like impart someone with uh, an idea based on like your experience, like doing comedy and your observations on the road, and you know, after Trump's been elected and. Uh, what what would it be, you know, that you're some observation you made or something you would want to tell people? I'd love to say something like uh, be true to yourself and make sure to. That's good you know, shit, dude. No, like, yeah, do. Be, do you, dude. Do you love do yourself. what you love. Like after <laughs> Trump got elected, that's what I felt. I was like, no, this is this isn't a catastrophe. I, I know a lot about. Uh, about politics, about how things work, yeah. and I can I can shed light, I can make jokes, I can bring, mm-hmm. and uh, you know what I I think it's it all just might be a big headache that you don't want to even to some people like I was just saying be true to your but like some mm-hmm. people maybe don't be true to yourself maybe just crawl up in a little ball and don't uh, don't talk about it or I don't know or just I do whatever do whatever you feel is uh get by. Yeah, get by. I'm I'm <sighs> I don't I don't have anything profound or or I I I came on here to learn to like find it to I'm find sorry, out. I'm not no, helpful. <laughs> no, you did. You helped. It helps out just to talk about it. It's yeah. just like there. This is this is like a good therapy. Like it's better than doing it. Better than doing it on stage in front of an audience and asking yeah. them what should I do. And you just have right. one audience telling you like do this or do this. this is how I feel at I'm this racist. moment. I'm, I'm racist. the guy. I'm the guy that always cheers. White power. Yeah. White power. Like I. Yeah, I I think that uh, I think if you what you touched on about Trump being honest about those thing those mores that politicians usually stray away from, right. where they're just like, I say the safe thing on TV to make yeah. everything comfortable. No, s- stray away from that. Do what you need to do. It might you might not get booked. You might get booked less. Yeah. You might have to find your own your own route where you're uh, making your own tour and you're creating your own audience. Uh, but I mean, 
do that and then fail so i feel better about doing the other way yeah no, i don't know no try it's... try away and fail so i'm like yeah at least i didn't do yeah, at least at i least, didn't go that route at least i, went, I, didn't go right that way. Way. Yeah. I yeah. went through the system and i tried right. to input it just try to get in in through the corporate if uh, you do an alternative way please don't succeed please don't succeed. please fail we all want to watch you fail yes and uh bow down to our lord trump uh, yep. everybody knows on January 20th that uh, this this he won. So you guys need to quit your whining and yeah. uh, d- get out of the streets. Don't do that stupid protest stuff. Dude, you got to if you're going to protest, you got to get violent. man. Oh, I've got some I've got a Banksy. Speaking of this, I got yeah. a Banksy esque uh, not protest. It's just a uh, it's a visual piece that I'm going to do on Inauguration Day. And I probably shouldn't say that on a podcast because this could incriminate me. Yeah, they'll in the know future. it's you. They'll You're going to graffiti me. something. I'm not going to graffiti anything. Okay. I'm not going to do that. But I'm going to do some Banksy-esque shit. Dude, I'm telling y'all. If you hear about it, lookout. if you hear about it on the news. Unless you're w- a cop. It's not me. Unless <laughs> you're the dork. Dude. We know it's you, Bobby. Yeah, Steve yeah, is cool, Bobby. man. Steve's a Christian. He's just Steve's a good guy. A we all thought it was him. But no, he did vote for Trump, but he's not yeah. a narc. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Uh yeah, be on all right, be on the lookout for Gabe's uh political statement on inauguration day. Uh what do you got coming up? What dates? What's your um, stuff? I'm doing <laughs> I'm doing a You're just thinking about your dates and you doing comedy and, and you're just cracking up. Oh my yeah. gosh, hilarious. I'm going to be so funny at these places. I'm doing a show at the Woodward Theater uh for the ACLU. Oh, tight. it's it's called uh it's like a it's kind of a anti-trump show it's called yeah, like, what's it called what a joke what I a think. joke what yeah, a joke yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's a live satellite show that's going on around the country and it's around inauguration day and i think jeff tate uh mark shalafu uh, there's some other people on the show i i i just know those two people are also on the show yeah with me i think carl might be on it as well um but yeah, they were doing that show and then um, doing a show in Indiana with Tabari McCoy and Cam O'Connor on the 12th in some small town in Indiana. No one's some gonna, small town that doesn't matter. S- no, it's small. It's near uh, you don't care Columbus. It's near Columbus, but it's not in Columbus. I don't even know the name of the town right now. That's horrible. Um, so it, I do care. I care we have a listener it. in Columbus. In we, I'm not even Indiana. kidding. A guy that's been on the podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah, dude. Ben Is it Morrow. Travis? Ben Morrow. It's not Travis. Ben Morrow. Listen, ben Morrow. I got to listen to his podcast. Ben, yeah. I'm going to listen to your podcast. Man. I'm going to go find it. From Columbus, dude. From Columbus, Indiana. It's. I think it's south. It's between there and Louisville. It's a. It's some Sobel gig. Um, and then I'm doing Cedar Rapids, Iowa at the end of the month. And that's the one. There's This lady found me on YouTube, and she asked me to do their uh, Chamber of Commerce annual meeting okay so they have a comedian do like 40 minutes i'm gonna do 40 minutes corporate clean uh at the chamber of commerce in in iowa i can't remember the name of the town but it's the town dyersville it's dyersville that's what it is it's where uh field of dreams was filmed i think so tour dude yeah and i she found me on facebook asked me to do this gig and then um then I was like, "How did you? How did you find me?" And she said, "I watch hours of YouTube videos no of comedians, 
And I found, and you made me laugh, and then I found out you're going to be in Iowa around the time we have our annual meeting. So I I contacted you. I was like, that is crazy. Dude. That's the craziest booking ever. And I also, I was, that's why I asked her, because I went to the comedy club's website, and I was like, oh, I'm, I must be on the website. Right. And that's how Some she found me. Some logical way. No, she found my website, my website that yeah. has my gig. You have a good website, too, by the that's way. On, yeah, she found yeah. my website, and I got booked through it. So that's good. Keep your schedule updated, which my yeah. schedule is not updated right now, but... Uh, Brett, shout but, out to Brent yeah, Smalley. He's he's a he's a good dude, and I'm I didn't want to. Uh, I'm not trying to swamp him with with uh, with any scheduling stuff right now. Just uh, love oh, he's your dude. web guy. He's my web guy. Yeah, yeah. and uh, if you need a dude. web guy, don't go to Brett Smalley. No, talk, go to Brent Smalley. No, now. talk to me. I'll be your web guy. Oh, go to Joey. Sorry, I'm taking clients. Taking clients. Don't be right plugging now. other web developers' names. Uh, all right. Anything else, dude? No, no. I think that's it. Those are all the all awesome. the gigs I'm going to plug for January. Tight. Go to GabeKia.com. Yes, and I will update my schedule. Yeah, you better, dude. You better. All right. Later. Thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs>